No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on is a lot of honey. Yeah, I do not like it. Just a tiny hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni in degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a pound never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Pigeon. Welcome to Grand Rapidians Play Video Games, the podcast that's ostensibly about video games, but we fuck up the intro every episode. <laughs> so first we're going to introduce ourselves, right Ginger, <laughs> and then we'll do a quote, and then we'll let our special guest introduce herself and talk about the projects that she works on. How's that sound for like a real order for our intro? That sounds good. I'm Ginger. <laughs> I'm Willie. The quote today is, we're all brothers. Greg said that. And I have a little note underneath there that said, you had to be there to understand, to grasp what it means to say this to a pissed off guy who says Mr. Fables is a family restaurant who wants to get us kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a no quote. I what any of that means. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little quote from his quote book. Mm-hmm. And we have a special guest. Welcome, Shannon. Yes. Hi. Hello. I'm sorry, I've been talking all along, so <laughs> you can just no cut worries. my track. <laughs> no, we'll leave it in. It's all good. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining us. We know you from Oz9, which is yep. one of our favorite uh, sci-fi um Bless your hearts. What Hands you down. It? I was going to say sci-fi odyssey, but yeah, farce mean, might be the word you'd use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like Hitchhiker's Guide, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is way no more shenanigans. <laughs> way more shenanigans. Bigger, dumber cast. We, yeah, no. That is my favorite book of all time. So <laughs> <laughs> It's a great book. Bless well, yeah, yeah, we know you from Oz9, but do you have anything else you want to plug? You know, introduce yourself? No. Uh, yeah, no? let's see. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, Oz9's my baby, so I'm always going to go back to that. But uh, I recently started a podcast production company here in Seattle called Audiotocracy. So that's my my new thing. My Yeah, I don't need a paycheck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's I'm doing awesome, now though. in addition. Thanks. It's cool. exciting. So cool. it's, it's great. I love it. It's a lot of fun. That's great that you're yeah. having fun and you're loving it. And I am. Yeah. If anyone hasn't listened to Oz 9, because we have recommended it a few times, <laughs> start it from the beginning. Bless your heart. It's yeah. I, awesome. <laughs> I think you two were two of the first people to buy shirts. Because really? I remember you you posted them on Twitter, the two of you oh. wearing uh-huh. your shirts, and we were like, "Somebody bought our shirts!" <laughs> I love an the amazing, alarm. Huge thing. The whole show is great, but the alarm is still my heart. favorite part. It's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> that cr- that cracks me up because that seems to be like the dividing line for people is either they love the alarm or they hate it, and that kind of determines whether they're going to watch the sh- listen to the show or not. Yeah. <laughs> So here's to the two guys who gave us one-star ratings because they hated the alarm. (laughs) Cheers to them. Yeah, cheers. 
fuck faces, you're wrong. <laughs> I have to show you this. Lee Shackelford made me this on his 3D printer recently, and I'm That's showing so them the cute. 3D printed Olivia. Isn't that awesome? Nice. I love it. Yeah. He sent it to me in the mail. I know I absolutely adore it. It is the cutest thing ever. And she's already got dust on her because this is a dusty home. <laughs> now you've got to find somebody who paints miniatures and have them paint it for you. That one's actually already painted. That's the color oh, that she it? she is. Is she's oh, because she's a hologram. Color. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, Lee, get on the rest of the crew though. <laughs> you got work to do, buddy. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I'm gonna open a beverage. I took a poll on Twitter and said, "Hey, should I drink the coffee pumpkin beer that I have in the fridge? Ooh. I or voted should for I that drink, one. Or should I drink the hard tea? And people voted for the hard fruity tea." So it's from Shorts. Oh. It's called Party, P-A-R-T-E-A. I'm going to be <laughs> a poop head and say, fuck all you guys who <laughs> voted for that one. I wanted to I wanted to hear the pumpkin one, but it's all Yeah, good. although I kind of want to try the coffee pumpkin one, so maybe maybe this makes me less jealous. <laughs> yeah. You know, because that doesn't sound as good to me. It's probably delightful, but... It's- Coffee pumpkin it's just called, sounds fabulous. Yeah, it also <laughs> says ambrosia. It's got mango, apricot, and black currant tea with rose hips, orange peel, oh. and cinnamon. That is kind of sounding better, although that's a very busy bottle you've got there. That's a lot going on in that <laughs> yes. bottle. Right. Is it fizzy? It's a little bit bubbly. It's not very sweet tea, but it's like fruity, unsweetened. Oh. Like if you did like nice. an unsweetened hibiscus tea. Okay. Mm-hmm. It tastes like that. It's not very beery. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about the alcohol content on it, but I looked it up on Untapped earlier, and it's like 3.6% alcohol, so it's okay. very light. Okay. And what's, like, a lot? Like, what's, like, vodka? Eight and or above. Eight and above is a lot? Is okay. Usually, you yeah, can vodka have, Vodka like... is 40%. Yes. This beer is 3.6%. Okay. Last week, I had okay. a strong beer that was 11%. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, see, this makes me feel better because this thing that I'm drinking, it's Avid Cider Company. It's Blackberry Currant Apple. Yeah, I I love cider. I love hard cider. Mm -hmm. I will go anything from a dry blackthorn, which is probably my favorite, all the way up to, like, something sweet like this. This is a little bit sweeter. It's nice. Uh, It's 6.2%, and I am a lightweight when it comes to (laughs) this. So this conversation could get goofier and... It's a and it's a huge <laughs> bottle. Look at the size of this thing. Twenty two ounces. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the secrets come out. <laughs> so I'll give the party I think three point seven five out of five. It's pretty good. Nice. Nice. I'm gonna go four and a quarter. Four four and a half Ooh. out of five. Nice. Yum. Sounds yeah. good. I mean, my dry blackthorn kind of hits the, the top of the range for me. That's about a five, five and a, yeah. five and a, they have and some a bit good ciders. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I I love nice. and partly it's a nostalgia thing for me, because uh, when I was nineteen, I went to England for the first time, and that was the first thing I drank was a dry, dry blackthorn cider. <laughs> I drank a pint of it, not knowing how potent hard cider is <laughs> so that was an interesting evening let us let us hope right. my parents are not listening to this podcast episode. <laughs> it's like hey i'm legal age bring it on <laughs> right <laughs> well i have one of my kombuchas that i made nice and this one is a peach blueberry kombucha Ooh. 
and it's mm. really good. It that sounds good actually. Mm. I should have smushed the blueberries, and I forgot to. So uh. I can taste a little more of the funkiness instead of the blueberry sweetness, but then the peach. Oh, that one was loud. <laughs> Super loud. <laughs> Okay, I thought somebody's alarm was going off. <laughs> no. Are you still there? <laughs> but the peach kind of brings a sweetness back. So nice. I'm going to give it four and a half out of five. Nice. Now you made that yourself? Yeah. Is that you're telling me? I brew kombucha. Sweet. That's cool. It saves yeah, it is awesome. so much money. And probably controls a lot of the sugars that you're ingesting and all that kind of good stuff too, right? Yeah. I usually I usually add maybe just a little more sugar to the sweet tea just in case I let it go a little longer than the SCOBY can still have sugar to eat and make the kombucha. But right. Too bad we don't have a way to test how much alcohol is in it. There's not much. It's trace amounts. Um, right, right. So it might be like half a percent or one percent or yeah. less. Can you just yeah. like set it on fire and see how long it burns? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely can't be set on fire. Right. It's not like <laughs> I'm back to drinking either because right. I mean, I'm still sober. Kombucha right. is just fermented. So, yeah, no, no longer California sober. <laughs> California sober is so funny. Is that anything like a California stop on a bicycle where you don't slow? stop? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when it's when all the the people, or they, a couple of people have said it. I'm California sober because now I just drink on occasion and I smoke a little bit of weed and I quit everything else. So I'm California sober. <laughs> no. That's moderation. I think that's uh, perfectly reasonable. <laughs> right. No. I'm not drinking alcohol <laughs> anymore. <laughs> not California sober, just sober. Gotcha. <laughs> and gotcha. I'll drink kombucha for more of the health benefits. It will make you or help you poop <laughs> like yogurt. <Awesome>. So <laughs> yes, if you drink too much, the next day you might have extra poo or two. So you got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Fiber one bars do the same thing. <laughs> or those fat free Olean potato chips. So I, oh, everything in no, moderation. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's like reading the, the sugar free gummy bears, the oh, yeah. the, the harbor the reviews ones. on this uh, the reviews on I love Amazon. those. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is some good reading right there, because that is just like <laughs> A A they're funny and B I will never be that stupid. <laughs> So. <laughs> no, or that experimental will, or whatever will yeah. tear your asshole up <laughs> that literally is heard. and frankly this is just not a thing i need in my life so no. <laughs> i'm all good <laughs> no no one needs whatever, to shit no. themselves <laughs> <laughs> whatever <sighs> oh, okay ginger do you want to take a quick break and then come back with real life XP. Sounds good. This episode is brought to you in part by Cartmart.games. Independent Canadian retro online game store and more from cartridges to tapes. Shop smart, shop Cartmart. Why did you get that line? I'm the one who looks like Bruce Campbell. 
whatever, Cartmart has Game Gear, Super Nintendo, PS1, and all kinds of retro shit. You're right. Shop smart. Shop Cartmart. The game of the week is. You say that. The game of the week is... Tomb Raider 3. Big box PC trapezoid. Complete in box. Ginger, now it's time for Real Life XP. <laughs> TMCR. I feel so refreshed. <laughs> GRPVG. Yes, thanks for saying that, because uh-huh. I was giggling too much. So I'll go first. I want to tell the story of my coffee cup that didn't want to die. <laughs> so I drink coffee in the morning, and sometimes I use a travel mug, and sometimes a ceramic mug. And I walk outside, and I set it on top of my car, and I got in my car on one day last week. And I drove away without grabbing my coffee cup, and I heard it roll on my roof and go ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I wonder what coffee mug I had. Goodbye, coffee mug, I will miss you. But then two blocks down the road, I stopped to turn the other way, and I heard it on my roof again, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And it stopped, and I was like, wait, is that still up there? I better pull over and look. And so I turned into a parking lot and stopped, and I heard it roll again, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And it was going from, I have a roof rack on my car for my kayaks, and it was rolling in between my roof racks. I have a yellow car, and it had spilled my full cup of coffee all over my yellow car, running down the sides. Oh. Like, Yuck. <laughs> left streaks like that were on Like it had too much kombucha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your poor car. <laughs> but the coffee oh, cup man. was fine. It was still on okay, my roof. Because I half and, expected yeah. you to get out and find like a hand with the hook, <laughs> you know, holding the old urban legend. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the passenger side window, but that was unrelated, I think. <laughs> there you go. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I, I didn't lose the coffee cup that I thought I had smashed in the street. And Nice. I didn't get my coffee that morning, but hey, at least I still have my cup. Yeah. Awesome. Maybe a little crack in the handle, but that's about it. Yeah, might be. I'm not sure if that's new or not. <laughs> so Was I think this that's a recent thing? Yeah, that just happened this past week. Ah. <laughs> I think that's worth about 10,000 XP. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty comical that you heard the tunk a tunk a few times. Yeah. So, and you still have the cup. Which is impressive, even though we could have lost a coffee cup because we have plenty. <laughs> yeah, it was the one from my, it was the one from my place of work, so I wouldn't mind, wouldn't have minded losing my work mug. But. Fair. You could have just got another one. Right. I could have just. But it might have flown off and whatever. hit a small child or something. So maybe you saved a life that day. Yeah. yeah. That would hurt. <laughs> See some person holding their face in your rear view mirror. Right, right, right. Your, the handle of your mug is sticking out of their ear or something. It's just oh. unpleasant. Huh. And then That's I'm getting funny. chased by a liquid metal guy. His eyes glowing red and he right. right. a knife. But my coffee mug handle is around his eye. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, okay, Ginger, what's your real-life XP then? So, I know I already kind of showed it a little bit, but eventually we'll get pictures online. But I got some more tattoo, got a background added to my forearm, continuing to finish my full sleeve. So, it's all Final Fantasy-inspired tattoo. Final Fantasy, the video game. But the cactuses on my forearm and the background just made these pop and, like, come to life. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) It is amazing. And my artist now is awesome. She does a great job. And she has a light hand, even though some spots really fucking hurt. (laughs) Like the elbow pit. Nothing on my elbow yet, so I'm not looking forward to that. But that, like, on the back of my arm kind of hurt. It looks like it's bruising there anyways, even though you didn't get anything done there. A little bit, definitely. The bruise will be there. (laughs) Yeah, my skin's angry as fuck today. (laughs) But, I mean, it doesn't really hurt too much. It's just a little sore now. And I'm looking forward to getting it finished, maybe in November. But getting the next step. It was like three and a half hours. She worked really fast on some of the details. I was just like, damn, the detail in some of this is amazing. So, what? How You're many, shaking your bracelets. How many... <laughs> <laughs> how many pin jabs do you... How many jabs into your skin do you reckon that took? Like, uh, I think you get at least an XP for each uh-huh. in search. Oh, that's okay. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's a <laughs> Note lot, to the a freedom lot. from tattoos. Yeah, I, yeah, how fast does a needle go? What, say like six times or 60 times per second or something like that? It's something like, a like that. Machine, right? And yeah. the needles Ooh. are very fine. They're not like you're removing blood noodle, needle. Because those right, things right. are like this. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, Let me take some blood out of you. <laughs> it's kind of equivalent to a cat scratch honestly that's like an easy way because it's like a little sore after but it's nothing awful even though we know some folks that had bad cat scratches which will so let's say 30 30 pokes per second how many seconds are in an hour 60 no, it's no, more 60 than minutes. No, yeah, that's a, it's a trick question. <laughs> 60 times 60. Uh-huh. It's so Whatever 120. All right. Times three hours. Yeah, however much that I think is. we may be missing some math there. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What times times one more 60. 60 seconds times 60 minutes times three equals 10,800. Does that, does that sound right? 10,800 needle strikes in three hours? Huh. Somebody's going to write into us or (laughs) laughing about our appalling math, but that's all right. (laughs) We can math. Yay. Yay. I'm an English major. You do the math. (laughs) Sure. 10,800. That sounds good to me. Cool. Yeah, I think we should just round it up to 20,000, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> okay, 20,000's good, too. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, that it. sounds like an English major's rounding skills. <laughs> <laughs> we are very generous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take it. I yeah. like English major awesome. rounding skills. 
for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Shannon, what's something that you got real life XP for? Real life XP. Uh, I really should have prepped for this story. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, your story made me think, uh, Willie, your story made me think of a time when my buddy and I went uh, skiing. And I will explain the junk, the jump between these stories in a moment. But we went skiing. <laughs> and on our way back down the mountain, uh, we, <laughs> we were supposed to put a chain on her car tire. Or chains on the tires. Uh-huh, well, we had yeah. a chain, I think, was all we had. <laughs> we were oh, really no. prepped for this. <laughs> right? And it's her light little, like, you know, little five-speed whatever that she was driving at the time. A really crappy car. We both had we teacher salaries and crappy cars at the time. So we put on the the one chain. I think we might have had two and one broke and flew off. But the, the second oh, no. one, <laughs> suddenly the car started making this weird, like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. And we're like, what the hell's going on? And we pull over and we realize that the chain has slipped. And so it's suddenly girdling the tire so that the tire's in like this weird figure eight, right? Uh-oh. And we're like, that's not good. <laughs> we probably shouldn't be driving on that. And we're like terrified that this thing's going to explode at any second because the tire is literally just squeezed in the middle. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. And lo and behold, some dude pulls up behind us. Not only is he like here to help, but he's got a pair of wire cutters. <laughs> so he goes and just chunks this thing off. And we're like ducking behind whatever we can find because we're afraid b- bits are just going to go flying. And we're afraid this guy's going to lose an eye or get decapitated. But, you know, <laughs> thanks. He gets it off and off we go out down the mountain <laughs> laughing all the way because we've just been rescued from Lord knows what. But, yeah, that was <laughs> crazy stupid. But, you know, the dumb stuff you do when you're... Well, we were in our 30s, but still. <laughs> <laughs> There's another endorsement for bolt cutters. Everyone should buy and carry bolt cutters at all times. Right? Yep. Like, we couldn't believe the one guy who pulled over to help had bolt cutters in his car. Like, that's... Yeah. You got to wonder what the guy was up to, quite frankly, because was he <laughs> off, like, reducing people to things he could dip in lye and berry? I don't know. But... <laughs> hey, you know, bolt cutters for the win. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Hopefully yeah, he was off to break into Area 52 after that. That was maybe that was it. But yeah, we get out of the car. We're both like, I got out of the car first because she was driving, and I run around to look at the the tire that we think is the one causing the issue. And she's like, she said, I saw the look on your face and realized something was very very wrong. <laughs> You know, it's that moment where you don't know whether you should be just absolutely, unbelievably crap your pants, horrified, or laugh yourself stupid. So, being this somewhat hygienic human being, I decided to laugh. Yeah, or both. But then, you know, we're both just, like, cracking up because what are we going to do? Like, it's snowing around the side of a mountain, you know. Oh. Fortunately, it's a a fairly busy... uh, a fairly busy road and it, we were instantly rescued from our own stupidity so that was nice but yeah oh, man. i think the car had actually just like slipped a little and that caused the chain to move but obviously we had not fastened the chain build up with up. snow yeah. that's just amazing totally girdled the tire like I, how the tire got and... squeezed yeah. bizarre <laughs> yeah yeah so it was like corseted <laughs> <laughs> this is how i drive well Look. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so for yeah. your real life XP points, you propose a number and then we either I, you know, change it or let it slide. That, okay. So being that it was 
Rachel's car, and really, I didn't do anything except for get out of the car and look horrified. I don't think like, I earned any real XP here. So maybe like 1,500 points for a generous margin for me. Yeah. <laughs> for my two seconds of being quietly horrified before somebody came and rescued us. We shouldn't be driving on this. You did get to that see this much tire strangled by a chain, which is something that most people don't get to see. Yeah, that's, so that's quite cool. an experience. It was an experience, and it was extremely funny, and it was pain-free, and, you know, so yeah. it made a great story later, so it was basically a win-win sort of situation. <laughs> I think I want to bump that up to 7000 for you. Ooh, I'll take that. I say yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so what can I buy with my 7000 XP? Can I, like, trade it in for gum or something? <laughs> no, but you can choose a psychic power. Ooh, a psychic power. All right, I'll have to think about that, so get back All to right. me on that one. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. It only works when you're on a podcast, but it can be any psychic power you want. All right, can I travel in the mind of a dolphin or through the eyes of a dolphin? Can I do that? I'd love to see yeah. what a dolphin sees when they swim. Awesome. Yep, that's that doable. That would be sweet. Sweet, like water, 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 air. Water, 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 water. <laughs> How air. many eyelids do water, dolphin water, water, have? Water, water. Do they have those clear eyelids that they can close? Like frogs? That's a... I have no idea. Hmm. Or is it I just no a dolphin eye is, like, adapted to just be open? I don't know. Put that well, on our grocery list, Well, it's moisturized all the time, Dolphin right? eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Put that on our grocery list, Ginger. Dolphin eyes. That's <laughs> that is just awful. That is just sick and wrong. Sick Ew. and wrong, really. To minus some of those XP points for I'm, saying yeah. some awful shit like that. Right, or trade him to me so I get another second power. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we gotta take a break and then come back and talk about games? Yep, cool. Is that what you're telling me, Ginger? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoy space adventures featuring brave and competent astronauts. Can you give me a countdown to be ready? A three, two, If you enjoy podcasts that are culturally sensitive. I've been labeling stuff aboard the ship with post-its so she can learn our language. I speak English, you bloody... If you enjoy shows with sophisticated humor. Well, that's just rude. It's her spacesuit. Then you may not want to listen to Oz9. But if you simply enjoy giggling. Oh, <laughs> you anglers, so snooty about all the everythings. Oz9 may be the show for you. Get it wherever you find the other shows you like to put in your ears. That title is spelled O Z dash numeral nine. You could certainly do worse. Hey, Will. What did you find at Goodwill? <laughs> <laughs> no Goodwill to game today. I played an Xbox Game Pass game. It was called The Artful Escape. And it's a musical, psychedelic journey. You play as uh, Francis Vendetti. And he is the <laughs> nephew of, uh, like, a Pete Seeger, Bob Dylan figure who died when he was 27 and like he lives in this town that eulogizes his uncle 
and he's about to play at this festival and he's got a bunch of folk songs you know about the depressing lives of miners but he's not really into them <laughs> and you end up going on this uh, psychedelic journey with a guy who is like a cross between he's called light his name is lightman and he's like a cross between Jordy LaForge and George Clinton. He's like this funky oh, wow. rocker dude, but he's like wise and smart. And he's the captain of this ship that's the lung of the universe. And, you know, there's a bar, there's a dance club, and he has you come join his tour, three, three shows across the universe. And there's big giant creatures with, with like psychedelic colors. And the gameplay is pretty easy. You yeah, walk, well, you walk left and right. <laughs> Mildly platformer. You can walk left and right. You can jump, and then when you you can double jump, and you can press the shred guitar button when you're in the air to like do a big like motion and like float in the air. Okay. Okay, I shouldn't move Don't that do much. That. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move the whole microphone. <laughs> Take off your bracelets, Ginger. Most of the gameplay is conversation, though. It's probably half conversation, <laughs> half platforming. But there's okay, cool. branching dialogue trees where you have three different options, and you answer their questions about, you know, your uncertainties about following in your uncle's footsteps, and you form this, you form this whole new persona <laughs> in space. You get to pick your name, your descriptor, like what planet you're from. You eventually get to pick your whole outfit. Cool. There's an old woman who has like this flying boat, and in her closet, there's an entire shopping mall. And so you get to go through the mall and pick your underwear, your socks, your shoes, your pants, so. your jackets, your shirts. Are there bathrooms or piss jugs in this game? But there's bathrooms in the hotel room on the Lung of the Universe. But you can't go up those hallways. It's just simple left to right. There's some elevators you can go up and down. That's some bullshit. No. But the entrance to the lungs of the universe, the entertainment okay. ship that Lightman runs, the entrance is like a big glowing purple butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and I you just kinda you Gee. just kinda slide in through it. <laughs> What a welcoming so. and fun thing that sounds like. <laughs> Come inside the butthole. <laughs> but, the, like, Yay. the backgrounds. <laughs> the backgrounds and scenery, there's, like, majestic mountains and, like, planets. It's nice. really pretty. Is that, in, is that inside the butthole or out, outside? Uh, one, of, one of them that he comments on is from a balcony from that ship. And he says, wow, this is like some far-out Jimi Hendrix album cover. So it's like two planets <laughs> nice. with like a bunch of big purple clouds, and there's like asteroids floating in between. Impressive. Yeah. Excuse it's, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty with like the psychedelic shimmering rainbow creatures. There's like giant mosquitoes that drink from the desert on this one planet. There's yeah. big creatures on another planet. There's tall as the trees and they have like two toes on their front feet and three toes on each of their back feet sweet <laughs> and the whole story is about going uh lightman that was a vehicle because we're on a busy yeah. street 
Whiteman <laughs> once, back in like 1953, performed in front of this creature called the Glimmergon. And the Glimmergon is this creature that is so fantastic that most people who see it are just so captivated that they stare at it until they starve to death and die. But Lightman was able to impress him once, back in like 53. And you go and it turns out that he was actually with your uncle, the folk singer, on that tour back in 53. Mm. And he didn't want you to bring up your name. You end up telling the gatekeeper for the Glimmergon and they're like, oh, you're, you're Vendetti's nephew? What is this? Lightman, you're just living in the past. There's lots of statements about artist creativity and you end up playing in front of cool. the Glimmergon and impress him. It I all works out I think that's when I end. walked in. Yeah, when I was playing in front of that big, gigantic, blimp-sized like... It was like a bug and a flower mixed together. Yeah. With weird okay. eyeballs and like almost a weird like Ren and Stimpy floppy mouth. <laughs> That's what it reminded uh-huh. me of. Gotcha. So apparently it's not so beautiful that like you guys are still captivated by it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Excellent. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, oh, there's one other element of gameplay. When you play the guitar, you use X, Y, A, and L, R. And so there's five buttons. And you have to play like Simon and follow the sequence you gotta press Uh. you know you gotta repeat what each creature is set up most of these alien creatures they have five eyes so they have like one eye in the center two like normal eyes below it and then two like eyebrow shaped eyes and they like light up their eyes and the patterns that tell you which buttons to push while you jam out on your electric guitar yeah unstoppable yeah, it was it was really neat to see these different creatures too that were like playing at right. least what I saw. It was a pretty game to uh-huh. watch. Yeah, that sounds kind of, kind of fun and cool with the psychedelic and all the colors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Lots of colors. The voice acting was good. There were lots of accents. Um there were several creatures on planets that just talked like musical instruments like oh, you fun. know this this bullfrog thing would just sound like a horn. It has like a bunch of like organ horns coming out of its head, and <laughs> yeah, the art's really cool. I'll, I'll have to share a bunch of screenshots. Nice, nice, definitely. So, would you play it again? I would. It's pretty short too. I played through it in like three and a half hours, four hours for the entire game. Nice. Cool. Yeah. And it's on Game Pass, so if you have that, then it's uh, free to download. Oh, nice. But, That's cool. Yeah, what's it called? The uh, the Artful Escape. That's the name of my game. Sweet. Yeah, that's a good title for that. I like it. Hey, Ginger. Yeah. What game do you play? I play Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on I am intrigued already. Game Pass. <laughs> so at first i was like what the fuck is this game like what a stupid ass name and then is it like men in leather in a dungeon you would think (laughs) no so then when before we downloaded it we happened to see it is a sword dating game so you are dating like a sword or a knife or a 
glaive, glaive. glaive. <laughs> or a light sword. So people can turn into swords in this game, and your main character Holy is shit. however you kind of want to make yourself look. And they do a really right. good job with like pronouns in this game as well, which awesome. I really appreciated. So there's the people so, turn into swords, swords turn into people, and you it's date It's a the- dating sim. Yeah, so you're staying at your cousin's apartment that he still has a lease for, and it's the summertime, so you're nervous, and you've never dated, and your first date, Hot your sword cousin's wasn't a sword, <laughs> but then you find other swords. So that's kind of half of the gameplay. That's like the story where you're dating. There's another part where it's like a dungeon crawler. So you're, you take your swords, <laughs> who are your, your dates, and you the grab dungeon, them by the hilt, and you <laughs> go around these like abandoned malls and you fight these monsters that are like kind of in place of your fears. So or they take your fears on. So it was um. Like, technology was the first fear, so, like, there's, like, phones running at you, or TVs, like, shooting stuff, and then there's another dungeon that opens up. But dating (laughs) these swords is hilarious. So you come upon some of them in the dungeons, which they're called Dunge, like, D-U-N-J. Let's go hang out in the dunge. (laughs) Yeah, dude. They'll ask you that. It's so funny. So you can date he, a he, a she, a they. It's just... And that's really cool. What about the cat? And there's a cat, too. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. What is a dungeon without a cat? Exactly. (laughs) Right? So they're all different weapons, which is kind of cool. That's a dunge. Right. Nice. And then, like, parts of the dunge will have, like, break points. And if you had made a present, you can give a present to your date. <laughs> sweet, sweet. I did get one denied. The art girl was not into the teddy bear, okay? <laughs> She's like, what is this? She got mad. <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, no. no teddy bear for you. <laughs> She's more no into kidding. the Who stuff? turns down a teddy bear? Nothing happy for her. <laughs> Well, she Sorry, was... Richard just got back from shopping, so there may be some oh. traffic noise behind me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the different swords or weapons in this game is interesting. I got the dagger, which was the art lady, all the way up to level six. So, like, after level you go six, out on your what? Level date. six love? Yes, level six love. <laughs> is that, like, home base or <laughs> third? Or... Like... Full, like, dating, I think. That's nice. kind of what it was. Very so, sweet. Despite the fact that she turned on your teddy bear. Yeah. She didn't like the teddy bear, but she liked the makeup. She still liked you. Yeah. She liked the makeup and the booze. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> There's another, like, fencing sword guy who I was kind of nice. getting high up with love points with. There was a fuck boy. <laughs> I was like, there has to be. Why do you say that? Because everyone was warning me about him. Oh, okay. They're like, don't. Uh. He's bad with people and relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And, like, he was saying we were dating. And, like, I walked out in, like, one of the alleys and he was talking to a very voluptuous lady. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, he is a fuck boy. (laughs) Yep. (sighs) Probably has a rubber sword, quite frankly, but whatever. (laughs) Something. He was, like, the first sword you find, but you come upon these swords that have, like, cracks in them. Like, it looks like people are, someone's taking, like, pieces, and these sword people are like, I don't know what happened. Like, I kind of just woke up here, so it was really weird. I don't know what happened to my sword. It's cracked. No. So they were, like, hurt. (laughs) Hmm. Come to find out, your first date, who I was totally turned off by immediately. (laughs) He was, like, the first date. And he was just really overbearing and kind of creepy. Like, hard incel vibes from him. Got and, like, it. he kept was yeah. like, you're so beautiful. And you could, like, reply, thanks, or okay, or don't say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, don't say that to me. And I kept, like, turning him down because he was just gross. He was Ugh. icky. It was like, he was just trying too hard. Right. So are, he these, w- are these other players or NPCs? NPCs. They're like the people ah. who you're dating. But he wasn't a gotcha. sword guy. But he was the one who was so taking most pieces of the, times, of the sword. Most of the times when you're talking and you pick what to say, is it like three or four choices to pick from? What's it's the normal? about three. Usually three? Yep. Okay. So hmm. you'll have a couple choices of being a complete smartass. <laughs> it's just nice. saying no or yes. It's kind of what it is. But yeah. He was gross, and he was stealing the sword people, like, pieces, and he made his own, like, crazy monster sword thing that you had to defeat. Frankensword. Ah, got it. Yeah, it was weird. There's even, like, oh, what was it? A scythe? And Mm -hmm. that that person was kind of like death. I was like, dude, you can date death in this game. <laughs> That's awesome. That, that is actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just really neat how how well they handled how people, how they went upon kind of just people's sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, the they and the she or even non-binary. Like, it was really nice. cool. They did it awesome. really well. Yeah. That's and cool. There's, I'm glad yeah. to hear some of them are doing that. Yes. Finally. Yes. There's a little warning at the beginning, too, about um, like some of the sexual content and people mm-hmm. trying to coerce other people into situations mm-hmm. and force them into it. So there's like a trigger warning about that. And yes. they actually updated it uh, within the first week that the game was out based on uh, fans' responses to the warning. And said, hey, can you include this in there, too? And they said, yep, and updated it. So Awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Very good company. I'm not sure the name of the company who made this game, but I I really liked how they handled it, and it was well. So kudos to (laughs) Boyfriend Dungeon. And even, like, the dungeon fighting, it's a nice balance to the dating sim game. (laughs) You get, like, some nice... You know, being able to run around and fight little monsters. Very fun. Yeah, I, I'm impressed. I'll probably go back and play it and get the other weapons up higher love levels. 
What I did you, fuck up one date. Can you, like, marry the people, or how far can you go? I haven't seen that, but at the end of my run, I had the dagger chick, because I was like, I want a chick, <laughs> because it says, boyfriend dungeon, ha, I'll have girlfriend dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna come with me, so, like, when I beat the weird Franken-sword guy... <laughs> He actually, I told him he had to go to therapy because he was a stalker. And he's like, perfect, I'm going. I was like, yeah, dude, you have problems. Seriously. So I think they were warning about the Eric guy. And he's like, blonde, looks well put together. I was like, this dude's creepy. Instantly. I was just like, I don't like this guy. A little too Stepford, thank you very much. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, no, no. I think they still handled it well in cool. a game with those situations. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, Shannon. So I do have a I have a game. Okay. Yeah, what game you play? Uh well I ha- I don't <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. I play solitaire on my phone when I'm listening to podcasts. That's There's a game. Uh, the game yeah. there you go. The one game I did play and enjoyed and, and this was back when Richard and I first started dating and it was like you're still trying to impress each other. So I played City of Heroes with him. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but I actually enjoyed City of Heroes. There was some fun stuff about it. Um, yeah. I remember actually my best story from City of Heroes, though, is when uh, my character was flying and hit a wall. And I couldn't, I still was new to the controls and couldn't figure out what I was doing very much. And so she just kind of went, along this wall and all you could see was like her ponytail sticking out because she was flying and I laughed so hard I couldn't get control back of the, the, the game because so, I was just laughing and killing myself laughing and Richard's like trying to get me to get loose from the building nice so City of Heroes yeah, is that, that a, an online superhero game where you create your those, own hero yeah 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 it was one of those multi player things it, it no longer exists it belonged to a, a, a company called ncsoft and they discommissioned it or decommissioned it or whatever one does with the game so yeah. it, it no longer exists unfortunately but we did actually go to a couple of um hero cons in nice. california yeah which was actually really fun and we got to like design our own barbie doll superhero or something and, and it was actually awesome. a very cool it was a cool crowd it was like nice people the the developers and the mods were all very involved uh, at a personal level, which was really cool. So you get yeah. to meet some people, and you know, I'm That's like one of the nice. people who's like, I don't know if some you introduce me to somebody famous in the gamer community. I'm like, hi, I don't know who you are. <laughs> like, I didn't know to be impressed with some stuff, but right. it was it was good. We met some, made some friends, and yeah, I enjoyed it. And you run around and kill things. My problem is I just get bored really quick. <laughs> I don't have yeah. a lot of patience if there's not a good story to it, and there wasn't right. a whole lot of story. So it's just like, oh, go to this to, place and kill these things, yeah. and yeah, yeah. That tends to happen in the MMORPGs. It's just like, oh, go collect 14 uh, snort flowers. Exactly. And, and right, then right, next, right. it's uh, Go deliver some flowers. bread to these three villages. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Kind and, of you know, repetitive you around tasks. A little bit. It, it, exactly, 100%. And like, you get your character up to X number level or whatever, and, and it's like, that's great, but that's not really a big accomplishment for me like I don't get excited about that so yeah I, I found it I didn't get very into it because I just it, it tested my limits of patience pretty quickly 
I need story. But I think that, you know, that game's been <laughs> gone for a while. And I think now there, uh, there are more story-oriented games that would probably be a lot more fun. Yep. So there's a few I know we've talked about. Like the Artful Escape and Boyfriend yeah. Dungeon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, well, and Richard's a huge fan of the Arkham Asylum stuff, the Batman okay, yeah. things, because, you know, they've got really good character voices and they've got really good backstories and stuff, so he loves that stuff. Nice. But then there was this one game I watched over his shoulder of, you're driving around in, like, the a snowy Russian back air, like backcountry area, and you've got a logging truck... And you just oh, yeah. pick up I, logs I and game. unload logs. Why? <laughs> <The drive> Why? <laughs> it's like Mud a game runners. mowing somebody's lawn. I don't understand. This is somebody's <laughs> job that they probably don't uh-huh. really like all that much. And you're doing it as your entertainment. <laughs> I've just heard like yeah. old truck drivers that can't truck drive anymore love these games because it reminds them of the road. That is so, so weird. Like it's weird and so sweet at the same time. <laughs> like it's you miss your job so much you're going to drive around in this game. Like that's so cute. Right. <laughs> so someday I'm going to have a, a, there's going to be a game out there where you sit and write blogs. That's going to be the game. <laughs> it's the blog writing game. This sounds awesome. No. <laughs> Oh, man, I look, I can... Shannon is going to be like, have you heard of this game? <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's so what good. you do is you correct Podcasting grammar simulator. and you get XP for correcting people's grammar. It's awesome. <laughs> I bet she would like Typing now. of the Dead. Okay, I got to admit, I like the title. I think the title's hilarious. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the, what was it? The... The, the Mavis Beacon, you just, there's zombies coming oh, at you, zombies and it tells you, you type. to type words, and so you type words, and that fires your Okay, bullets. I really, I now I actually have to find that, because <laughs> yeah. I used to be really good type, I used to be really fast. Mm-hmm. I one time clocked mm-hmm. at 100 words a minute. Hell wow. yeah. Yeah, baby. There's a skill. Which was actually <laughs> more useful than I thought, but yeah. Unstoppable. <laughs> I'm good at typing yes, the same repetitive sentences. <laughs> I am no longer that good at typing, by the way. I don't know what happened, but at some point my brain disassociated from my fingers and it all just went terribly wrong. <laughs> I just did. Typing of the dead is yeah. for you. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Yeah, I remember as a kid, because I learned on, this is dating me, but fuck it, who cares? An IBM Selectric, like an electric typewriter where you actually had to change the the ball thing to get the italics mm-hmm. and stuff and oh, uh nice yeah it's it's it, it, it i don't remember where it's I, a message just appeared on my screen somebody sent me a notification now i'm all like <laughs> I anymore. i've been derailed well, um, but yeah so anyway i did not know then that typing fun. would be as critical yeah oh. like that i i've never played the typing zombie game only heard of it, but I want to play it too. You can get it on Steam yeah. on any PC now. So, oh sweet, okay, because I think Richard has a Steam account, so I might just uh, <laughs> steal him. <laughs> totally to take over his Steam account. <laughs> uh, Steam account <laughs> with Typing of the Dead. Exactly. So like, well, he why would be is... thrilled for me to game. So, <laughs> yeah. it's like, why is Typing of the Dead my number one game now? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing really well at it though. <laughs> I thought like at a hundred zombies a minute. Awesome. 
love it. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, some happy music. That <laughs> All right, Ginger. Now it's time for recommendations. Do do woo woo. Doodly do. <laughs> you got something to recommend, Will? I do. I'm gonna recommend a horror story podcast Ooh. called "Chilling Tales to Tell in the Dark." <laughs> We've fallen asleep to this a few uh-huh. times. Not really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, they have different uh, voice actors, narrators uh, tell a story. Sometimes, you know, it's just one person narrating a scary story. Sometimes they'll have multiple voice actors acted out. Each episode nice. is a separate story. You don't have to follow mm-hmm. along in any order. Sometimes it'll be nice. multiple stories per episode, or sometimes it's just one long story that takes the whole episode. And they're, they've all been really good. It's one that I look forward to. And their catchphrase, when they start, is great. Then they say, it's time to turn off the lights and <laughs> turn on the dark. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That sounds good. So, yeah. Chilling Tales for Dark what? Nights. That's my recommendation. Chilling, chilling Tales for Dark Nights. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um... I should probably double check that just to make sure I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you said it differently the second time. Because first I? it was chilling no. tales to tell in the dark, and then it was chilling tales oh, for shit. dark nights. So maybe check on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm <No>. checking. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say anything, but you know. <laughs> no, say it. <laughs> I thought I figured. I thought it sounded like I said it different. So. So is it is it only one recommendation? Because like three things are already in my head. Or if ten, you have or, three. Oh, the the full title is Chilling Tales for Dark Nights, a horror anthology podcast. Perfect. Chilling Tales for Dark Nights. I'll have to look that up. That's it. I cannot I can't watch scary movies. I cannot okay. watch scary movies. I just I do not deal well with blood and gore. But That's I fair. I I find that I really like scary podcasts. Nice. <laughs> I do. Well, it, it's weird cuz it's, it's not like, like why the is your screaming coming out of your <laughs> Yeah, it's not the goriest or grossest, but they're all captivating. Exactly. Yeah, they don't really go into the blood and guts a whole lot. It's just more suspense and scary, which is yeah, which is for me much more fun. So, well, mattering on the podcast, there's been a couple where made weird sounds, and I'm like, ew, I don't like that. Yeah, hurry Mm. up and pass this part. Oh, the one that did that was when we were listening to. what was the uh, with the skin trees? No, it was the one where they oh. ew. That's all. They pretended to end the episode, but they were in this like magical bookstore, and like this these stories cut in, and it was recipes from a cannibal cookbook, and this guy was like making cocktails <laughs> with like eyeballs and <laughs> talking about how to preserve the the person that's tied up in the basement as you cut off body parts one by one, and mm. uh, it was gross. <laughs> Enough, Willie. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds fabulous. (laughs) Actually, I'm sure it's very good, but yeah, maybe not for me. I'm a little little squeamish. (laughs) That was a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a podcast called Hood Politics by Propaganda. I really love that podcast. And Propaganda Mm -hmm. is... Not only a rapper, he's also, he used to be a teacher, like a history, 
slash like government teacher. So he basically breaks down politics for the lay people, I guess, if you will, but in a really amazing way. And since he's a rapper, he does like the own music like throughout the show, which is awesome. But I just really like it. And like he says, politics is only gang banging in suits. (laughs) And it's true. Totally. Yeah. Especially now. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah, Hood Politics by Propaganda. It's good. Sweet. Awesome. Well, I'm going to recommend what I always recommend. Uh, (laughs) Probably my top two favorite. I I love a lot of podcasts, but um, I really love Lee Shackleford's Relativity. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you do. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the people who drove all the way to Poddales. I love... (laughs) <laughs> Lee Shackelford's Relativity I think is just a is wonderful and it's done now so you can totally binge the whole thing and it's well worth it and I love Mission Rejected I just think they're so much fun they are such a hoot those guys nice. and I, the people behind it are super fun and yeah it's a it's a great just the whole idea of what if you went to the Mission Impossible team and said your mission should you choose to reject it and they said yeah not this one you know, so okay. Now, where does it go now? <laughs> right? I love that whole idea. That's brilliant. So, yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. That's great. Those are my top two favorites. And Oblivity. I'm sorry, I got to throw in one more. That's okay. Because <laughs> they're starting to get raised right the second season. <laughs> oh god, I have so many, and it's funny because now I, you know, I'd, my business makes business and organizational podcasts and individual podcasts and stuff, and and everybody's like, oh, so what do you listen to? And I'm like, uh, comedy, sci-fi. <laughs> audio fiction i listen to a lot of storytellers so Mm -hmm. but yeah my heart is with my heart is with fiction i have to say it's nice i like well that's why a lot of like rpgs because they're fiction games yeah yeah exactly i understand Yeah, but it's more, and I think that's why I like the storytelling RPG games, because you feel like you actually get to be embedded in the story. Yeah, you know, like a really good book or a really good story will kind of do that for you, but in RPG, you actually get to, you know, sort of help manipulate the action, so. Octopath yes. Traveler. It's a, such a good story, and Octopath, lots of like talking. Eight. Like eight, yeah. Like, I like talkie RPGs, and I still love this one, but there's like a lot of talking. <laughs> nice. But it's nice. really good. I think you might like that one, too. What was it? Like <laughs> 60 hours of reading for you to finish that game or something? Wow. A lot of reading. <laughs> nice. But it's I like still, that. like, it's good story. Like, it's not like, oh, God, hurry up and shut up. And <laughs> right. Stop right. talking. No, it's like, yes. <laughs> and more, it's more, eight, more. It's eight different stories um, nice. as well with your party. Yeah, that's a good I one. I love that. Oh, I love that. That is total aside, but speaking of games, have you ever heard of one called Octodad? <laughs> yep. Have you seen that? We saw it we saw it first when it was just I think it, it was still maybe in production, I can't remember, but it was at the Emerald City Comic Con and Richard tried it and he thought it was so hilarious that he bought it's it so eventually funny. when it came out. It is so funny, but the principle is that, you know, you're like this octopus who's trying to do stuff, but you can't control your arms very well, and... They're, like, floppy. They're floppy, and you try and pick up the milk, and it just goes flop onto the floor. (laughs) That game is hilarious. I thought that was... Like, that is brilliant. 
that is to me outside the box thinking classic yes. outside the box yes to make yeah. a really so. different game i should finish that one of these days <laughs> to talk about it on the show yeah, you should. It's, Cause we yeah, I'd love it. to hear how. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd love to hear how it finally turned out because I think Richard bought a very early version of it. I don't know if it's been through some changes since he's <laughs> played it, but uh, yeah. right. just the whole idea of it, I thought was so funny. And you know, watching people <laughs> mess with it at the at the Comic Con was, or at, maybe it was PAX. I don't know. I, whatever right. people in costumes, right? I go to things, pay a <laughs> ticket, and go wander around. And uh, <laughs> but it was fun watching people play it because everybody was just like wetting themselves laughing because it was so ridiculous and the, these people who are really accomplished gamers who are totally in control of that joystick or those control buttons or mm-hmm. that player like and, and watching them just be as helpless as i am with their games right like, cause right. I don't know like control that why stuff. is it, it was so really hard to just to walk watch. through this turnstile yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just trying to push something and it's like i can't even back use the toaster <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. It's and it takes so place comical. in this totally domestic environment. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. you're trying to diaper a baby and stuff, and it was just hilarious. But anyway. And no one can tell that he's an it. octopus. Right. <laughs> 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 okay, whatever. And I love octopuses. Uh, octopuses, I think, is actually the correct term. So Richard and I have, have scuba dived a few times, and, and I, while I am a terrible scuba diver because I'm terribly, terribly afraid of water... Um, Octopuses are amazing underwater and terrifying because they're, it's like this thing and I do not share the same planet. I don't care that we actually do. You are from some mm-hmm. other planet <laughs> because there is nothing about you and me that makes sense, right? They move Sharing so the same. gracefully through the they're water. They're amazing. They're yeah, beautiful. We, we went on vacation in Tahiti one year and literally off the balcony of our little hut thing, we had we were over the water and there was an octopus that had his little home right below our balcony we could watch him and we called him Otto and it was Otto's Grotto and (laughs) he was you know he was probably a very small octopus maybe you know six inches or eight inches in in fully extended and we would watch him move from one little tiny patch of coral to another tiny patch of coral and in between he would just go blue and smooth and then when he landed he'd go he'd go brown or red and jaggedy you know, like wow. they could change color and texture. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. So side cool. note, but yeah, we we that's obviously fine. we had to try Octo Dad because we are big octopus fans. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Total good. side note. Sorry. All right. Well, I just ran and grabbed my Jacko Latte beer. Before I open this, Shannon, would you like to tell people uh, where they can find Oz Nine? Sure. Social medias, uh, plug your show, all that good jazz. <laughs> Stumbling around in space is where you can find us. Uh, we are pretty much on every podcast app. Uh, you can just try OZ Space Nine, or sometimes it, they cram it together as OZ Nine. Um, or OZ-Nine.com is our website, which we periodically update, but not terribly regularly yeah. because I'm lazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's just... It's a goofy, funny podcast. We have our first comic book. We just ordered the print versions yesterday. Yay! So we are so nice. excited. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for people to see this because Elliot, uh, Lucas Elliott, who is our, uh, our artist, not only is he a phenomenal artist, but he has a very similar sense of humor, or at least he understands our <laughs> sense of humor. So if you look in the backgrounds and the corners... There's just this goofy, fun stuff going on, and the expressions are perfect, and the way people are doing things is just 
like there's so much visual stuff that wasn't in the podcast obviously right because it's a podcast and i didn't even mm -hmm. wasn't even thinking in terms of like oh the characters need to be moving and doing things and having facial expressions and while they're talking right because in my mind it's all just words and that's basically mm -hmm. my universe mm -hmm. quite frankly i don't see things very well but <laughs> don't don't give me a pie chart <laughs> like, unless it's actual pie <laughs> it Give me a pie, but, I'll make a chart. <laughs> right. I can tell that your piece is bigger than mine. That's what I can tell. <laughs> but but he's amazing. So the, the there are crates in the hallways of the ship that just have weird, funny things in them. And, like, he's just brilliant. And he brought these characters fully to life. And I keep saying this, and I'm sorry if I've you've, people have heard me say this a million times, but there's this whole scene, because it's the first episode, and so there's this long scene between uh, Colin and Olivia, when Colin is first emerged from his pod, he's convinced people are trying to kill him. He's going to go have to go into disguise. <laughs> and Olivia, the AI, is just like completely unsympathetic to him and is very annoyed because he won't call her by name. Right. And it's just <laughs> the way he has rendered it for the two of them talking to each other is adorable and wonderful and mm -hmm. so sweet. It just it, it's like. It gets my awesome. heartstrings every time. Yeah, it's so great because mm -hmm. I love the act, the actor who plays Colin is Tim Sherburn. He's a dear, dear friend, and I adore him. And it was so much fun to do that scene. And yeah, I'm now probably 19 ounces into this 22 ounce bottle. So <laughs> pardon my uh, getting suddenly very emotional here, but I'm a little, <laughs> little much into the current here. Um, but yeah, it was. It's just it's so beautifully rendered, and it's it's such a meaningful scene for me because it was one of the happiest you know we were doing this new fun cool thing and it was with these dear dear friends that we adore and love so much and it was it, it just it's it's a nostalgia thing as well as anything else so pardon my rant thank you for your no. patience fine <laughs> you're adorable and i adore you thanks for thank sharing you. and thanks for yeah. coming on mm -hmm. seriously oh, i've been I've been so eager to do this i'm so glad you guys asked <laughs> because i i love you both and it was so great to see you I have to say that when we first started uh, Oz9, you guys have been with us virtually since the beginning. You guys started talking about us and recommending yeah. <laughs> us like crazy. I don't know who did that, but that was that <laughs> is and was amazing. And we have just, we've loved you guys from the beginning. So thank you for being with us for the journey. Awesome. Yeah, thanks How's for the Jack -a -latte? Oh, <laughs> How's the Jack-a-latte? Well, oh, the Jack-a-latte? Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Nice crack. <laughs> All right. Ice um, crack. <laughs> it does taste like coffee. It does taste like pumpkin. I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin. This one is more sweeter. It's kind of chocolatey coffee. Nice. It's actually pretty good. It's a pumpkin coffee milk stout. 5.9% alcohol. Uh, it says malt beverage brewed with pumpkin and natural flavors. Nice. So it's a malt Did beverage. It's got hops. So it's got malt. It's got coffee. It's got pumpkin. What's this? But your basic four food groups right there. So what do you <laughs> use as a what do you use as a palate cleanser between your your alcohols? Yeah. Well, do you even um, use a palate hams? Yeah. Yeah. I use uh, hams as a palate cleanser. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> My it's basically water. Right. I was once right. at a brewery, um, and like I was talking to the head brewer about the podcast and she brought me into the back to see like where they were brewing awesome. and she was getting ready to have a tasting that evening and somebody walked in and brought her a 24 pack of Coors Light and she's nice. 
I was like, what, what, you got all this good beer here, why are they bringing you Coors Light? And she's like, oh, well, that's like the most basic beer, and that's what I use for a palate cleanser in between the tastings at uh, mine. And I actually asked go. her about hams. She's like, yeah, yeah I, I do like hams for that, but hams is a little bit too sweet, and the Coors Light is more watery, so that works as a better palate cleanser. Nice. <laughs> so, two things. One, have you heard Eric Idle's joke about why is American beer like making love in a canoe? No. Fucking close to water. Ding, ding, oh. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> now, yep, now I remember. <laughs> I have Love me some Eric Idle. And the second thing is, when you come to Washington State, which you will have to do soon because come visit me, uh, a friend of mine just started a brewery in Walla Walla. I want to say Walla Walla. Sorry, <laughs> my dear friend. Uh, it's the $5 brewery. So we're, you're going to have to come mm. and go out there with us because we we want to get out there and Holy have not made it out there yet. Shit, but uh, yeah. Right? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Susan, we're coming to see you. Yeah. yeah I want to yeah. go out west to camp anyways. Mm-hmm. So I know we want, we've been wanting to do that. So we'll have to definitely plan that. Yes, please. I just bought a tent. So uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. You might have to carry it for me because I'm a wimp. Animal. <laughs> we can carry it for you. That's yeah. awesome. Find some <laughs> find some redwoods nearby and yeah. Yeah. Well, Build it's mostly E-walk. Douglas fir around here, yeah. but okay. uh, we'll have to go a little further south for the redwoods. But uh, yeah, maybe we could still we do an Ewok village in the Douglas fir. Oh heck yes! Does that mean we run around with like GoPros and then pretend like we're on a one of those Scooby scooter things? Yeah, yeah, we'll build like uh, you know trails and zip lines and all that good stuff, <laughs> <laughs> way up I in the trees. This. I love it. Well, I will. We you can come with me to visit this ghost town called Monte Cristo, <laughs> which is where Ooh. we just camped recently. It's a old mining town from the 1890s, and uh, Donald Trump's grandfather had a hotel there. So, <laughs> so we can you know. like. Piss can go on the hotel. <laughs> say, we, we can go burn some sagebrush or something. <laughs> Take a shit and actually, like, shit on that. I would wipe my shit on that building. <laughs> it is no longer there. It burned down, so. That's yeah. even better news. <laughs> you, could still leave a, you could still leave some in a paper bag burning where the porch used to be. There you go. It is it is a cool little space though. It is a cool little space. History notwithstanding. <laughs> I'm so glad that shit burned down. <laughs> Not even gonna like lie. Oh, okay. So So that's the end of our show. Thanks. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you, Rappy McRapperson, for our intro music. Thank you, Anetta Quizzy, for our outro music. And thank thanks you, Shannon, to our for patrons joining us. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, uh-huh. Shannon. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was a hoot. Hell yes! <laughs> and our Total patrons: hoot. Mike Gagney, Boston Harbor Horror, Chris Copeline from the Retro Hangover Pod, Dan the Movie Seller from the Movie <laughs> Seller Podcast, <laughs> JD Low. He's at JD Ninja. Whenever he gets that website back up. <laughs> it's still there. It's still there. He's just working on it. It's fair. Just we like, understand, just too. Just like ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ours is. And Canadian Greg at Greg at cartmart.games. Sweet. Hit the goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs>
know it's here somewhere. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of GRPVG. Yes. And if you would like to join our Patreon, we are at patreon.com backslash grandrapidians play video games. Yep. We'll send you stickers every month and we'll shout you out every episode. Yes. Send us an email at grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at grand underscore video and Instagram at grandrapidiansplayvideogames. You could give us a call at 9167-W-I-L-L-I-E as 9167-My-Name. Willie? It's, it's a real number. <laughs> Leave us a message. We'll get back with you. We'll yeah. play it on the air if you want. Yep. And also, if you would like to give us a rating on whatever podcatcher you can... iTunes, Podchaser. <laughs> and send us a picture of your five-star rating, <laughs> and we'll send you some stickers. And you can find us on every platform at, on our link tree, linktr.ee slash Grand Rapidians. Goodbye. <laughs>